Hi guys, it's Dan Miller and this is Eclectic Avenue. And our road trip today is just kind of uh, cruising around. And we're not using GPS, we're actually going to use a map. They don't really teach that anymore. It's kind of fun to get the atlas out and just pick some side roads and we'll see where we end up. I think a good name for this trip is the miseducation of our society. This is nothing new. I look back when I went to school and there's so many things that they didn't teach in school that they should have. Big one, doing taxes. Maybe another one, first aid. You know, maybe that should be kind of a required class. CPR. Just things that every person in our country should at least know some of the basics about it. And then we'll get into a whole lot of other things, but this is nothing new. Our country is becoming more and more illiterate all the time. And I look back, I had some lousy teachers. I really did not have a lot of great ones. But the ones I had that were good, it so made up for the bad ones I had. I had three people in education that really were life-changing. Now, I went to parochial school for a while. I wasn't Catholic, but they accepted me in. And I know when I get to the pearly gates, that's probably going to be one of the big questions. I had the hots for Sister Maria. Good Lord, she was hot. She taught me the love of mathematics. That really changed the way I viewed things. It, it made me excited to see what I could do with it. Another one was Mrs. Block. Taught me a love of reading. Fiction and nonfiction. Read, think, apply it to your life, see how it changes your views. Pretty powerful stuff. And considering how many years ago that's been, for those two teachers, that's pretty life-changing when you have teachers that make that much of a difference in your life. There's a lot of good teachers out there, too, and more power to them. I admire that so much. I could never be in education. I would not have the patience for it. They need to be applauded for how great they really are. Third one, and this was in education, but the principal, Father Bushelman. Yeah, and don't go there. You know, that's the news for you. That's our society. The second you start talking about priests and young boys, no. But if I got into trouble and it was detention, detention meant going to Father Bushelman's office. And he would have the talk with us. We'd sweat all day long. Oh, this is going to be bad. I mean, it just couldn't even think during class. And we'd get there. And it was always a talk, but it wasn't what you thought. It was a talk about sympathizing with people, empathizing with people, thinking of other people, doing what's right, giving back, doing something good. That's something that stuck with me the rest of my life. Now I'm going to give, uh, this is a shout out to an unnamed teacher because I can't even remember what class it was. I remember it was in fifth grade. Can't remember one thing about the teacher except she asked a question in class and I rose my hand and gave the answer. You know, it was one of those, I knew the answer just instantly. And then she said, after everybody was disagreeing with me, are you sure you're right? And I hesitated. No, I'm not sure. And then she told the class, I was right. And she said, 99% of the time or more, the first thing that pops into your head, your first instinct, is going to be the right answer. 
And that is another one that has stuck with me all my life. What's the point of worrying about, oh, did I make the right decision? No. Go with your instincts. Go with your intellect. Go with your heart. But that first thing that pops into your head is probably the right thing. And then let it go. Don't worry about it. Don't rehearse a tragedy. It's done. Chances are you're going to be right. So those educators made a big difference in my life. Now, as a society, we're going downhill. Probably a lot of reasons for it. I don't have the answers, but this is something to think about. Why is the literacy rate in our country going down? Now, there's five levels of education. One report I found, which was published in 2012, but updated in 2020, an edition of the PIAAC, or Program for the International Assessment of Adult Competencies. And they say that name itself could not be understood by most of the people it surveyed. But according to what they came up with, out of the five levels of education, 4% of the U.S. adults 16 and over read below level one. In other words, they could not read. 14% could read at level one. At level two, 34% can read at a seventh to eighth grade level and lower. Jumping to level three, 36% of all the people in the United States can read a book above eighth grade level. That means half the average American reads at a 7th to 8th grade level. We got a problem with education in our country. We need to have the people in Washington, D.C. get with the program and do something about this. You know, they we've heard it all for years. We've heard the No Child Left Behind Act. We've heard the Common Core. We've heard all this stuff. La, 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 la. It's still going downhill. They still are fighting about it. It shouldn't be that complicated. Let's get with the program and start teaching our kids something. I'll go on another little rant here before I finish the levels. I am not necessarily one that believes in a lot of government control. But if we're talking about government control, what in the hell would be wrong with every state? You know, this is the United, United States of America. Shouldn't every state have an equal program for education? Not one state's better than the other. It's United States. Let's get our act together and come up with a way to teach children equally. You know, we have equal rights. Well, maybe part of equal rights should be equal education. Our kids deserve that. They need that. We should demand that. To go back into, let's jump up to level four. Level four proficiency, 10% of our country reads at a level four. That leaves the last 2% can read at an advanced degree level. Last year, for the first time, they combined level four and level five as the same thing. So what they are saying is the numbers are so low that it's 2% or less with the level five, they are going to combine the two since the numbers are so low. One of the things that really 
sticks with me on this whole thing is that half of the U.S. adults can't read a book written at the eighth grade level. The other half can. We should do better. This is really ridiculous. Now, if we go back to the children that we are teaching, you have four basic types of learning. You have the visual learners. That's number one. Number two, you have the auditory learners. First one, seeing something. Second one, listening about it. You have the kinesthetic learners, which means they learn through experiencing things or doing things, more hands-on. And then you have the reading and writing learners. They love to read and learn. They love to write and learn. And a lot of teachers realize this, that all kids learn in a different way. You know, like with the kinesthetic kids, probably more apt to not pay attention. They want to be involved. They're bored if they're not. So do we throw them into, well, if they're not paying attention, oh my goodness, they must be attention deficit or ADHD. Maybe we're just boring them. Maybe we need to make things more interesting. When I was a kid, they didn't have that term. I was called just a hyperactive little brat. That's all changed. Now, we need to teach our kids the basics, and we need to teach them a love of education. My daughter, about six months after she started college, called for one of our long, long, long talks, which I love doing. We don't do near enough of. And she said, Dad, these people don't get it. At this level, all they promote is get your degree. That's all that counts. They don't understand the love of education, the love of learning. It's just get that degree. Do what it takes to get it. It's not the content. And she said, thank you so much for teaching me the love of learning. You know, sometimes you win. That's what we want for our children. How to learn. How to learn more than we did. How to be smarter than we are. Our country's going downhill. Well, maybe it's because we're not teaching our kids a better way. Teach them how to think. Teach them how to learn. Teach them to understand that they can learn more than what we were taught, what we learned. Teach them a better way of doing it. Something I ran across while I was researching this, and I thought it was kind of ironic considering the name of our last show, but George Bernard Shaw, this is a quote, the problem with communication is the illusion that it has been accomplished. Something to really think about. So considering the topic on this road trip, I couldn't end this without commenting on something. Erasing 1776 and starting to teach 1619. Well, let me think of some words that the people promoting this might understand. Stupidity, self-centered, maybe a little narcissism, idiots. Let's don't erase history. History is something that happened. Why not embrace it and teach it all? But at the same time, if you're teaching it all, teach social evolution, teach ethnology, teach sociology. Let's understand why this happened. Let's understand why the culture embraced this at that time. Let's understand 
how people acted, what their thoughts were. That is how you learn. Not by erasing things, by expanding it. Well, we made it to Silver Falls State Park. Time to get out, move around a bit, stretch, get ready for the trip home. We'll let Wilbury start working on editing out all the road noise on this trip. You're listening, and so are we.